0: Today's Monday, February 23rd, 2015. This is Deadline, the Statesman's weekly podcast, bringing you the latest headlines from Stony Brook University. In the next few minutes, you'll hear what's important in news, arts, and sports. Here's this week's stories from news with Kelly Zagers.
1: Hundreds of Stony Brook students attended a vigil on Tuesday for the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill shooting, which took the lives of Dia Barakat, his wife Yusur Saha, and her younger sister, Razan Abu Salha, who was just 19. Sister Sana Nadim, chaplain for the Stony Brook Muslim Student Association and organizer of the event, called the victims more than just casualties, but symbols. Though there were mentions of hate crimes and religious intolerance, the main message of the vigil was community. Rabbi Joseph Topek, chaplain and director of the Hillel Foundation for Jewish Life, said we just look beyond the yarmulke, the hijab, the long skirt, or the turban or the beard, and know the individual. Stony Brook's large Muslim contingent came in support, but both the audience and the guest speakers had hints of black, white, and Asian, Christian and Jewish, and more. Robert Lenahan, Chief of Police and Assistant Vice President for Campus Safety, was there to quell any trepidation about hate crimes, for which he said there is a zero-tolerance policy on campus. Stony Brook University Assistant Psychology Professor Nicholas Eaton is leading the first large-scale national study of socially supported transgender youth. The Trans Youth Project was launched by Eaton and colleagues Kristen Olson and gender expert Aiden Key. At the crux of the study, there is the belief that trans children are feigning their sexual identity, a notion that the scientific community has long promoted. The study worked to test those presumptions in a scientific way. Eaton said that although the gender experiences of trans youth differs from those of most of the population in terms of how they feel, they don't differ in terms of their clarity or certainty. The children in the study, ages 5 to 12, live fully supported as their gender identity, one that is not the same as their natal sex. They are interviewed and asked to sort pictures of boys and girls with various words that relate to either gender. The results suggest that gender-typical girls are quick to associate themselves with girls rather than boys. The same is true for gender-typical boys. The same pattern is clear within transgender kids, their siblings, and their controls. Eaton and his colleagues hope to monitor these kids for the long haul, studying them as they evolve from adolescence to maturity. That's all for news. Now over to Arts and Entertainment with Giselle Barkley.
2: There's a new big fish at Stony Brook Southampton campus, and it has nothing to do with marine science. Stony Brook will now offer students a three-year Master of Fine Arts program in film at the Southampton campus. The program is led by independent film producer and co-founder of Killer Films, Christine Vachon. So far, students in the program worked on the Oscar-nominated film Still Alice. Vachon hopes to compete with film schools across the nation while still remaining affordable. Did he make it to the theaters this weekend? No? Well, here's what you missed Fifty Shades of Grey, the erotic film based off the three book series by E.L. James, came in at number one for this weekend, bringing in about 23 million. Kingsman, the Secret Service, starring Colin Firth and newcomer Taryn Egerton, ranked in at number two, with around 17 million. TV's favorite Yellow Sponge surfed in at number three. The SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water, came in with around 15 million for this weekend. That's it for arts and entertainment. Over to sports with Joe Galati.
3: Men's basketball is getting hot at the right time as they defeated rival Albany on Tuesday and then defeated Binghamton Saturday night. Scott King was in the game against the Great Danes Tuesday night, providing a spark off the bench with 12 points and a 59-56 to victory. On Saturday, it was Roland Niyama stealing the show, draining six threes and a 64 52 defeat of the Bearcats. The Seawolves have two more games left before the American East tournament begins. The Stony Brook men's lacrosse team topped NJIT on Friday afternoon defeating the Highlanders 18-4. Junior Matt Schultz finished the day with four goals and two assists in the victory, and sophomore Alex Coprolongo added his second career hat-trick. Junior Shao and Rogers had two goals and two assists, as the Seawolves improved to 2-1 on the season. The Sterneberg women's lacrosse team started their season off on the right foot, as they defeated the Trojans of USC 7-4 on Saturday afternoon. It was the team's defense and sophomores who led the way for the Seawolves. Courtney Murphy and Dorian Van Dyke scored a pair of goals, and Murphy added an assist. The team will look to make their record 2-0 and next weekend when they face off against Drexel Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. And that's all for sports.
0: There you have it. From all of us here at the Statesman, thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our latest issue on stands today. For Deadline, I'm Mike Daniello.